This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Small Town Strip Club, playing us in. To play us out? No, to play us in. Wish we could have the the Ontario song that they played in commercials for when all the, the crops were out. Good things grow in Ontario. Because I am wearing an Ontario t-shirt. It uh, reminds me of that song whenever I wear it. Hi, I'm Dan O'Toole. This is Boomsies. It's a podcast that I record in my basement. I'm happy that you're here with me. This is episode number 19. And when you talk about numbers and sports, wow, number 19 is like the, the holy grail. When you played minor hockey, everyone wanted 19. I was a goalie, so I didn't take it. Number 19 was the jersey everyone wanted. And the person gets bestowed with the honor of having the episode named after them. Steve Eiserman. I'm sorry. No honorable mentions. Stevie Y has it by himself. 22 seasons as a Detroit Red Wing. Three-time Stanley Cup winner. Hockey Hall of Fame. Golden Salt Lake City. Was a member of the Peterborough Peets. That alone gets his name on this episode of the podcast. Way to go, Stevie Y. You did it. Now, I was looking at, uh, I always like to, Click on when a when a guy played junior and see who else is on that team. One of those Pete's teams that Eiserman was on, there was a George Spezza. Now I checked to see if it was Jason Spezza's dad. It was not. Still can't figure out if there's any relation. Then I went into a Jason Spezza wormhole because I went on Jason Spezza's Wikipedia to see if he had a dad, George, or an uncle, George, or a grandpa, George. No Georges. He was George free. 
Then I uncovered that Jason Spezza was a baby model. He was the poster child for a Broadway musical named Baby. I could not find a picture of this. He was in a Minute Maid commercial. And Jason Spezza modeled clothing for Wolco and Kmart. Jason Spezza is the most interesting man in hockey. And I don't know if you knew about all of this, but I'm just hearing about it. So it's news to me. Jason Spezza, child model. And now Jason Spezza is done for the season, along with the rest of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh man, I'm sorry for Leafs fans. I watched that game every second with possibly the most rabid Leafs fans I have ever encountered. Grown men who, well, they love the game of hockey. They love the Maple Leafs. They love the traditions for the anthem. They all stood, removed their hats. They sang along to O Canada. One of the gentleman's aunts called in a prayer before puck drop. There was complete silence while watching the Leafs bolts game seven. But the only time silence was broken was to dissect a shift while the play was still happening. I was filled with stress for these men. And then they lost in a game seven. Again, there was, after that whistle sounded, and I was sitting there, I was right beside the TV. They were in my peripheral vision. And I'm like, I want to see these guys feel joy. I want to see them leap into the air and have the leaf score. Instead, they, the horn sounded. And it, it was, they turned into zombies. They, a lot of them had their shirts off. They thought, okay, if we take our shirts off, it's like a rally hat. Because not everyone had a hat. So we're like, let's go tarps off. Tarps off for the boys. And then one of them said, let's go pants off. And everyone's like, let's not go that far. <laughs> uh, so yeah, one of the shirts got thrown into a fire. It was a leaf shirt, leaf shirt. I was told it was approximately 14 years old and highly flammable already. So, uh, not a lot was lost there. Uh, the gentleman's leafs boxers, which he was wearing cause he did remove his pants. He did not burn those, but grown men on the verge of complete I wouldn't say a meltdown, but just complete lostness. Is that, is that like, well, how would you describe that? They were just, they didn't know how to continue on because it happened again. And I actually feel your pain. I, 
I actually didn't even want to do this podcast today. Uh, not sure if it's the full moon or a province in mourning or what, but I was just sapped of strength. So I think I feel the hangover effect that Leafs fans feel this week. So I woke up covered in sweat for the first time in my sobriety. I had to wake up and go get a Gatorade in the middle of my sleep because I was dying of thirst. Then I realized the next day, after my fourth trip to the can, I'm like, oh, right. I had Popeye's spicy chicken last night. So if you are a sober person and you want to be reminded of what a hangover is, get some spicy Popeye's. That's a reminder in a bag. Feeling way better. Way better today. That was yesterday. Today's a new day. The sun's shining. Summer's over. We went from 30 degree weather to about 12 degrees and it's freezing out. So summer, it was good to know you. But uh, I want to tap into Bitter Leafs fans. That gentleman who threw his shirt on the fire, was about to throw his boxers on the fire. I reached out to him. I said, you got to come on. He's like, yeah, I, I get nervous. He said, maybe in uh, uh, 2056, when the Leafs win a first round series, I'll come on. And I'm like, okay, you're booked in. But luckily, we have on staff two just as big Leaf fans in the form of producer Tim and Z Money. So uh, let's, let's open the floor and hear from these men. Gentlemen, your thoughts on your Toronto Maple Leafs. The floor is yours. There's always next year. Hey, that was the voice of Z Money. Wise, succinct. I like it. Tim. I'm just so numb from the pain that it doesn't matter anymore. I was sad for five minutes and I moved on with my life. Okay. Very poignant. I'm so numb from the pain. That'll be the. The title of producer Tim's memoirs when his illustrious career is over. I am numb from the pain. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Thanks for your input. Okay. Oh, so let's continue this Leafs talk. And why don't we bring in a man that was at that game seven? He now works for TNT. He's part of Turner Sports. He's a former co-worker. He is Nabil Kareem. Nabil, great to see you, buddy. Where's my Where's my belt? <laughs> listen, okay, listen. okay. So, side story here. One night, I was at work and I realized I didn't have a belt. Right. And for some reason, someone said you had an extra belt. I borrowed that belt at work, and I still have it. You know, in the moment, I felt like it was a great idea. I was young. <laughs> I wanted to impress you. And I'm like, hey, let take my belt. And it was actually, it's not just a belt. It's a reversible belt, by the way. It is. And so I'm thinking, hey, I'm kind of a hero of the night. Helped out Dan. Um, and I lost my belt. Like, it was a great belt. Uh, I don't think it was on sale. 
and um, it was awkward to ask for it back. But now I'm just like, it. I got to ask for that belt. Like, Here's the thing. It's still at our previous workplace. So I will right. message Jay to grab it. It's still there. As is everything of mine. Everything of mine is still there. So we'll get Jay to get it for you. He'll go on a clandestine mission. Right. Okay. Well, well let's just leave it there. Let's leave it with all the other stuff. In the <laughs> past, right. you could just send me a hundred bucks. That's cool. We'll put it into the broadcast hall of fame in Canada, which there is not one. Nabil, you are in the building. Game seven. Leafs. Yeah. Bolts. Yeah. What was it being, what was it like being an outside observer hearing that crowd? What was the feeling like? Yeah, you know, going into the game, it was really cool uh, because you, you knew there was going to be a like, nervous energy. Uh, and then, so I was there, I got to the building at like four o'clock because we did our, our, our pregame uh, interview with Corey Perry at four. So I was there really early and then did all the stuff I needed to do for prep. And then I was like, I got to go walk around like the hallways and stuff here and just see what people are really like, right? Because everyone I was talking to, like, yeah, at least going to win, at least going to win. But I wanted to really get a feeling. And you're walking around. And the, what I didn't really sense the nervous energy. I thought people were really, really excited. And then as the game got going, it was really loud early on. But, man, <laughs> every time Tampa scored, and I think after, especially after the Tavares uh, disallowed goal, there was that, oh, my God, like the Leafs are going to get leafed here. Uh, and in the third period, they had chances, right? Like you saw, they had chances. It was loud. But then that nervous energy really started to kick in because people were like, Oh my God, like Vasilevsky's again, he's just going to be who he is in all these mm -hmm. big games. And we're going to lose again. And that's exactly <laughs> that. I was with Leaf fans all day and they, they were the most hardcore Leaf fans I've ever seen. They, yeah. they stood for the anthem, which is awesome. They, one of their aunts called, led them in a, a Leafs prayer before the game. Wow. So when it happened and I, I didn't have the, the heart to ask them. I said, but in the back of your mind, you said, don't you say to yourself, this happens every year. Yeah. But you said they were filled with so much confidence where they almost convinced themselves that the past hasn't happened. Did you, did you buy that though? I would. It's like, uh, I you don't know. know. Saying that. They were saying that, right? Like, and you have to, I guess you have to say that after game <laughs> six, you're asked about it. And then after oh, going into game seven, they were asked about it. And I, I wasn't convinced that they, the past is in the past. Like, it's good. they're humans, right? They're just like mm -hmm. any one of us, right? Like, you have a bad experience. And they've had it for, what, four years in a row, four or five years in a row, whatever it is. You're going to remember that. And, and I think going to that third period, I'm, I'm sure that kicked in a little bit, you know. Um, and so, oh, man, the, the way they had played, though, in games five and six, that's what kind of, I think, triggered a lot of people to be like, hey, this could be different. This yeah. didn't look like the Montreal series, right? Like, they were playing a lot. They could have won game six. They probably should have won game six, right? Um, so maybe that gave people, I don't know, I don't want to say a false sense of hope, but, like, they, they had their opportunities. They really did. And then they ran into this really good team that's obviously the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs. And then you hear the, the Tampa players' comments about the Leafs after the game it's got to make you feel somewhat better about the situation because they said it was one of the toughest series they've ever been a part of. Yeah. Come on. What are they going to say? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, hey, I'm trying, I'm trying to help the psyche of Leafs fans listening right now saying, Hey, here's a sliver of hope. No, I, I'm not saying they're not, they're, they're lying or something, 
But obviously, like, listen, we know hockey players and, and the culture and, and what they're going to say. They're not going to be controversial and like for the most part. And I, and I do believe like what Stamkos and Hedman and these guys were saying that, hey, this is a really good team. It's a lot of good pieces. John Cooper is very complimentary too. But at the same time, I mean, they're not going to slander them either and be like, hey, they're, you know, they're not mentally tough. Whatever it is, whatever they actually might believe. Um, and so they just, imagine though, imagine one of them said, Leafs always going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think none of them are thinking that. I mean, um, so I, I don't know. It was, it was one of those moments. I just could not believe what Sheldon Keefe said after. And I know it was probably a slip up 10 minutes after these guys. I think that's what I get. People don't realize there's so much emotion. They just lost this game. And then now you have to stand in front of the media 10 minutes later. Like it's, a, it's required. But for him to say that we got more respect in the handshake lines, I was like, we lost better this year. You know, I was just, I was shocked by it. And, I, and, I, and I'm sure, again, I didn't hear the question and, and I know what he got to at the end. Uh, you know, that's not enough. The respect's not enough. But like, oh, that was a tough, that was a tough clip yeah. to, to kind of downplay, you know. And now I, I just... And filled filled with so much empathy for Leafs fans because you start next year and game one of the season, you're thinking to the first round of the playoffs. You're already thinking, you're like, oh man, what's going to happen when we get there? So let me ask you, what would you do? Again, there's good arguments to keep the core together and do some tweaks because you ran into this great team. They had an incredible regular season. And then their prize for that is getting the lightning or they don't have that mental capacity to get past to the second round. They just don't have it with that. Which, which camp are you in? Well, I was saying throughout the game to Leafs fans, whenever they'd show Dubas, I'm like, well, he's got uh, 25 minutes left in his career with the Leafs. <laughs> and then they showed him with like four minutes to go. Well, he's got four minutes left. Yeah. So I don't know. Does that maybe a, a, a fresh vision? The way I see teams sometimes is like when you're doing a, a scrabble on a scrabble, a crossword. And you're looking at it forever and, and then someone comes over your shoulder and you're like, oh yeah, that one's easy. That one's easy. Cause a fresh set of eyes sees it differently. Yeah. That's how I always view teams that are that close, but they need minor tweaks and someone might come in and say, okay, here's what you need to do. Here's what I'd do. Yeah. You could be right. I, I don't know what they're going to do. I could we- be right. That's the first time I would be. Hey, so now you get to continue to cover this uh, this Tampa team. You do the Battle of Florida. Yeah, I'm leaving. Actually, I got a car outside waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'm leaving. Yeah, I got a flight in a couple hours. And yeah, it's exciting. I think it's going to be really fun because the Panthers, you know, they just got by the, uh, not the, the, the Capitals, right? Um, and then you go back to their series last year, and that was epic. So if they can, you know, kind of renew that rivalry and uh, some of Florida's guys haven't probably played to to their best standard yet. And, you know, you, you put everyone in, in this point. I think the big thing is Braden Point, too, right? Like, is Braden Point going to be healthy? Because the fact that they got through – that's another thing. The fact that they got through that game without Braden Point for two periods, Nikita Kucherov is not healthy as far as – he was sick or something. He's not 100% clearly. Um that was shocking to me. And then in the third, they ran with like seven forwards. They Corey Perry barely played. You know, that was, that was another thing that's kind of shocking. So this team is so good, like when it comes to closing things out and knowing how to win. So that that'll be interesting, I think, in, in the series too. Do, who watches in America? 
who, what series gets watched more battle of Florida or the battle of Alberta? Oh, no. <laughs> I, think so. I would think so. But at the same time I was down there and I'm like, uh, I don't know. Obviously it's the battle of Florida, but that battle of Alberta, man, that's going to be awesome. I, that's probably going to be the best series, right? Like it's got to be one of those two. I would think the other series are actually really good too. Like, I think we really set up nicely in the NHL. Um, but the Battle of Alberta could be epic. I think this thing also could be really, really good too. Um, it's it cursed is- in Canada, though. It's cursed that we yeah. have two Canadian teams left and one's gone after this round, no matter what. Well, you could look at the other way, though. We're going to at least have one in the conference finals. Correct. I like your optimism, Nabil. Hey, um, I know you've got a car waiting. You've got to fly out. How is it working on TNT? We're so proud of you, buddy. Thanks, man. It's amazing. Honestly, it is. Uh, professionally it's the best place i've ever worked at the happiest i've ever been um the me too <laughs> seriously it's, well, there you go. No. it's great when you find happiness in your job it, it totally is right and and to be in a great mental space uh and, and to just like love the environment over here at turner they've just done this incredible job of, of making it like a family environment which sounds super corny and, yeah. and they even told me that coming into it but it really does like we have this area called the clubhouse there where everyone kind of watches games and stuff. And, you know, previous places I've worked at, it's not like that. And, and, and this is a smaller shop, but like, you know, you got like Charles Barkley and Shaq and, and Gretzky is sitting there and talking and And everyone's just shooting man. And and it's not talent. You know, we got producers and showrunners and our makeup artists and everyone is, it's like a big frat house, man. It's just, everyone's making fun of each other, taking shots, just having fun the way it should be. Right. Cause sports are fun. And so, um, it, it starts from the top. Everybody just is so cool there and they, and they treat you with respect and it's just been an, an awesome. So we had the same kind of uh, room. It was called the avocado room when uh, Jay and I were at Fox. Yeah. And sometimes I would leave there and I would have to like, I'd want to place a phone call to 10 year old Dan and say like, you were just watching a game with Gary Payton and Frank yeah. Thomas and Max Scherzer. And, and I'm like, uh, Yeah. Because you leave that room and you're like, ah, it's just part of the day. It's it's strange. Sometimes you do have to pinch yourself. It, it totally. Like when I got there, they're like, hey, everyone gets a locker, and uh, our locker room is set up like a like a player's locker room where you got your nameplate and stuff. And so my locker to 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 my right is Matt Weiner, it's on NBA TV, and my locker to the left is a space, and then my locker to the left is Shaq. <laughs> so then you go down one more, it's Dwayne Wade. Two more down, it's Barkley and then Wayne Gretzky. And so it's it's weird in a sense. Like I met, the first time I met Wayne, I was like, I mean, it's five years ago. I'm, there's no way I can even talk to the guy. I don't know what, what to say. But now, you know, just being there, being around those guys, making those guys, those guys making us all feel comfortable, it's different. But it's just so cool. Like having that first conversation with Wayne Gretzky. Like think about that. We're sitting, you know, shooting the shit and, and um, it's Wayne Gretzky. And I, like he's talking to me and I'm eating. <laughs> like yeah Wayne but I'm like thinking back of my mind I'm like okay so you have to promise me something I'm yeah. a big EDM fan Shaq is a DJ so yeah. if you line us up VIP passes to something some uh, festival he's performing at right. I will be on the next flight out Nabil you and I go to that event are we taking Tim with us or no just you and I because <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> I don't think uh, yeah I don't want to say it. Okay, so deal? 
hundred percent. One hundred percent. You like if I can weasel my way into Shaq's crew. Um, we I don't even def- know. So he doesn't even have to pretend to know us. We just need those tickets to get in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, like, we won't even bug him. We'll just get the yeah. tickets. We'll walk in and we'll try to get as many free drinks as we can. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Nabil, uh, when I first saw you, I think the first time I saw you and Canadians would have seen you on TV, you were doing like something on the internet for CBC, wasn't it? Yeah. Hockey Night in yeah. Canada online. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, first time I saw you, I said, that guy's going to be a star. And look at my predictions are always correct. You did not say that. Don't say that. I did. I said, one day I'll wear that man's belt. <laughs> Which, wait, if I did think that is a very weird thing to think when you first see someone. And it's also a weird thing to say because someone didn't listen to the beginning of this podcast. Like, <laughs> what the is this guy talking about? That's right. Yeah. Uh, fly safe and we'll see you on our TVs uh, during the, the Tampa, Florida series. Thanks, man. And thank you so much. And uh, super happy for you. Glad you're doing well. And the show's kicking ass. And thank you for having me. It's, uh, it's, a, it's an honor. Thanks, buddy. See ya. See ya man. Thank you to Nabil. Now, we, uh, now he's back in the United States, getting set to report on that to Battle of Florida. Hopefully, he has a belt to hold up his pants. And I wasn't kidding. It's still at my former workplace, as is everything I ever had there. It's still there. Not sure the process of getting your things from your former workplace, but uh, I guess it's a couple years to get things that uh, you own. Hey, uh, that's Remy. If you're watching the video portion, Remy the Nutless Wonder, back from surgery and... Just as crazy as ever. So I guess he's going to sit on my lap here. Went for uh, dinner with a couple friends Friday night in Toronto. New place opened up. I always say this, and I think I sound old when I say it was a scene. But then if I say it was happening, then I sound really old. Anyways, I did not fit in. Uh, We discovered at the end of the meal. Because it was very loud. We gave up trying to speak to one another 30 minutes in. We found out that my seat was in front of a subwoofer. The entire meal. (laughs) I could feel every hair on my body. I was giddy. I couldn't stop laughing. I was flying. And then when I left there, I was afraid to Google. Does a lot of bass make you high? Because I will fill my house with subwoofers. Remy. Those are important papers. Anyway, it was, it was fun. It was fun to see friends and to be out and uh, to see what the kids are doing these days. They're listening to loud music and a saxophone player was walking around playing tunes the whole time. And it was a former strip joint. (laughs) Sometimes I vocalize things and I'm like, 
Was that just a dream? No, it was real life. I uh, jumped on the Bet Rivers app last week. Now, I should mention, Bet Rivers, they sponsor this podcast, but they have told me, Dan, do whatever you want to do. They have literally said to me, if you never want to mention the app, you don't have to. This is hands down the best company I've ever worked for. They don't send me show notes. Um, what they do is check in. They actually ask me, hey, is there anything else you want to do? Uh, we have brainstorming uh, text exchange or email exchanges. They ask if I have any concerns, any ideas. They ask my opinions before they do things. And if they ask me to do something and I say no, they say, okay. The fact that they ask me instead of just saying, okay, here's what you got to do. They say, Hey, we're thinking of doing this. Would you mind doing that? I say, nah, how about we go this route? And they say, okay. They return emails. They ask how your life is. They actually care about my mental health. It's like, Wow. Say, say a company had a mission to feed the world and they did like this big campaign. We want to feed the world. And they ran a program in which if you use their hashtag and the name of their company, they fed people around the world. But all the while, the people at that company were starving. Literally starving. And that company never once asked if they wanted food or if they could get them some food. Wouldn't that be backwards thinking? Call me crazy. I don't know. Just just some observations on life. But I was on the Bet Rivers app. I did the in-game betting. Probably seen our commercials. <laughs> so I was watching the, the Wild and Blues. Um, I did one bet for five bucks, another for 10 wild. We're up two one and I'm watching this game and I'm like, St. Louis is flying. And I looked at the in-game app and said, whoever scores next here, I, I took the, the blues. And then the odds were great for the blues to win the game. Cause they're down two one in the second. So I took the blues to score next and the blues to win the game, both hit. So I, so I was invested in that game talking to a buddy the next day. And he's like, and guess what? You watched all of that game because you had money on it. Right. And I said, yeah, I only had 15 bucks. He said, but you watched it all. I said, darn tootin'. So that's why the leagues love it. So it's fun. It's 15 bucks. Ended up uh, making some money on that and enjoyed the game. A game that, no offense to the Blues and Wild, I would never have watched. <laughs> These playoffs, though, I've watched more hockey than I did all season. There's no comparison. It's just been unreal. Took a lot of the overs. Didn't take it in Game 7 on the leafs Bolt series. The overs just kept hitting. The goals just kept a coming. Right, Remy? Yeah, you're insane. Time for Bumsy's Nezzies. Jim Pearl. 
who sat here beside me at this desk was the first ever in-studio guest of this podcast. He went to his first NHL game when he was here. He made our first round NHL playoff picks. Jim Pearl was almost perfect. Out of the eight series, he got six right. The only ones he got wrong was Toronto to beat Tampa in his defense. The only reason he took Toronto was because he was in Toronto and he didn't want to upset everyone that he was around. And then he had Boston beating Carolina. Those are the only two he got wrong. So Jim Pearl, he is a, what do I want to say? Uh, What's the term? Nostradamus? Hmm. He's got a crystal ball. I'm not good with terms. Okay, boomsies, newsies. Uh, Mitch Marner was uh, was carjacked at gunpoint on Monday. So he and his fi- fiance went to a movie. This this has been all over the news. And they were at uh, Sherway Gardens, which is a beautiful mall. Great mall. And then uh, three suspects with two handguns and a knife stole his black Range Rover. They came up and they say, hey, we want the vehicle. He's like, take it. I have so much respect for Mitch Marner. He didn't try play hero. He knew insurance is going to pay for that. He's like, everyone's going to be fine. Take it. It's yours. Here's the keys. So Marner, his fiance, uninjured. Obviously a traumatic event, but... uh, Mitch Marner, that's how you handle it. Handled it perfectly. Don't try to play hero. If your car is getting carjacked, you let them have it. So hats off to Mitch Marner. Okay, we got our second round matchups. Should have got Jim to call these in. Avs and Blues. Talking to a buddy who plays in the NHL. He said that Avalanche Blue Series is going to be a lot closer then people think he expects it to go seven games. Flames Oilers. Two Canadian teams. One's going to be gone. Same person said the Flames have the better team. Don't shoot the messenger. Panthers Lightning. I don't really, I don't really, I don't have a horse in that race. Canes and Rangers. NHL is hoping for the Rangers to win that one. They need the Rangers to go far for their ratings to be a hit. Oh, man, what a ratings disaster if it was like, well, whoever comes out of the Oilers and Flames, they're going to be in the uh, the Western Final. But if they play the Blues, ooh, TNT would not be happy. And then if you had the Canes and Panthers, oh, man, oh, mama. There's some TV executives right now who are pooping their pants. Uh, The Golden Knights fired Pete DeBoer. I have no feelings about that. Islanders. Oh, gosh, the cat slipped and put its claws into my leg. I am sorry. Islanders hired new coach Lane Lambert. 
Hey, never heard of that guy. <laughs> NFL schedule released. When I used to work at a sports network and we had to do a big segment on uh, schedules being released, I wanted to run away. I wanted to not be there. I hate when people dive into schedules. I don't f***ing care. I don't f***ing care. Not for a second. I don't even want to fake caring about who's playing who in week four. I don't f***ing care. <sighs> Sorry. I had a rough sleep the other night. Full moon. Mercur Mercury's in retrograde. Mercury's in retrograde like f the entire year, it seems. Something goes wrong. Yeah, Mercury retrograde. Mercury's like, why the f*** are you blaming everything on me? Own your own Earth. <laughs> the Oklahoma Sooners have a new quarterback on the roster. <laughs> and it's the best name in sports. His name... <laughs> General Booty. <laughs> I am now a Sooners fan. Oh, Z money. You, you're really doing great this week on uh, this uh, Boomsies Newsy. Non-sports related news. British PM cites coffee and cheese as reasons against working remotely. What? Oh, Boris Johnson. What is he up to? The prime minister of the United Kingdom has called for workers to return to the office. He says working from home does not work because people become distracted by making coffee and eating cheese. Those, uh, those pipes are going to get clogged up. They're probably old pipes, too. He said, my experience of working from home is you spend an awful lot of time making another cup of coffee and then, you know, getting up, walking very slowly to the fridge, hacking off a small piece of cheese, then walking very slowly back to your laptop and then forgetting what it was that you were doing. Well, Boris, just because you did it doesn't mean everyone else does it. And coffee does not go with cheese. I had a chocolate chip and banana muffin this morning with my coffee, but not a block of cheese. Uh, not cheesy with my coffee, uh, Boris. And then, uh, yeah, that's that one's a picture. Okay, boomsies, newsies. It's in the bag. Okay. Time to get to our email, man made for boomsies. Uh, man-made undies, manmadebrand.com. Now, those gentlemen who I watched the Leafs game with, I played golf with them earlier in the day. Brian Bickle, uh, he organized a, a great golf tournament. Uh, it was like there was a, there was longest drive. There was uh, closest to the pin, all this stuff, all rearranged. You were told how much money to bring. Um, it was Bix. He did a great job. Um, and Grado, one of the guys in my group, two weeks ago, I was telling him about man-made underwear. We were sitting at Pickles and he's like, I got to try some of those. He's a firefighter. 
He's like, I'm in my underwear all day. And I'm, I wanted to tell him everyone's in their underwear all day. Do, do you think the rest of us is just like going underwearless and pantsless? I did. I didn't want to, I didn't want to ruin his flow. No, I didn't want to jump in his party. No, I didn't want to pop his balloon. So I let him go with it. So he got them. Hard worker. He loves his manmates. He wore them to golf every time we had an opportunity. I said, how the, how those manmates? He's like, it's 30 degrees. I'm not chafing. They're holding everything in place. They aren't slipping. And I said, you got to try the man-made socks. And he's like, okay, I'm ordering them. Manmadebrand.com. They may have got me off gold bond. There's your new slogan. Because I used to... I used to sweat so much in my old underwear that I'd cover myself in gold bond. It's messy. And that powder is going in places where I don't think it's supposed to be going in. So I don't want to do that anymore. So man-made may have cured my gold band, gold bond addiction. Okay, let's get uh, to these emails and see who's, uh, who's getting some man-made undies. Good morning, Dan and crew. Listening to episode 18 in the car with my daughter today. Oh, thank you. Sure, bleeps for curse words are great, but having Art Man explain how he isn't, in fact, on cocaine, nor has ever been, then proceed to explain what and how to use a testacuzzi definitely makes for safe, family-friendly bot podcasting. The man-made brand underwear I can definitely explain. But what do I say about the bag, bath, and coke? Keep up the great work, Matt. Okay. Yeah, so Art Man was our guest last week and he was telling us about the testicuzzi. It's a hot tub for your testicles. In my defense is, just like when I worked on a sports program with Jay Onright and someone would get hit in the nether regions, we'd say he got hit in the testicles. That is the medical term. So we're just using medical terminology. And as for the reference to cocaine... It's good to have your kids drug aware. Hey, Dan, love the Art Man episode. Can't wait for the testacuzzi review. <laughs> really enjoy the pod, and it's on my Thursday rotation in the office. Gives me chuckle every week. Just one. <laughs> Just one chuckle. You're getting one, and that's it. Keep it up. We're listening. Carl. Thanks, Carl. Hey, Dan, Tim, and Z-Money. Love the podcast. I always pull it to the front of my podcast queue when a new episode's released. Just wanted to weigh in on the swearing beep debate. The beeps don't bother me at all. I'm in the no preference either way camp. I did think it was ironic, though, that Art Man was talking about dipping his balls in an IPA while having the F-word bleeped out in the same segment. A segment which I love, by the way. Gotta get myself a testicuzzi. Keep up the excellent content, Steve. The testacuzzi, it's a hit. That's a Father's Day gift for you. Okay, that's a long one. I don't have the, the strength to read a long email. Hi, Dan. I have to disagree with you. I'll try that in English this time. My mouth is very dry. It's from the Popeye's. 
Hey, Dan, I have to disagree with you. One of your listener emails in episode 18 was crying about the swearing. You were a lot nicer than I would have been apologizing, saying Boomsies is trying its best to cater to families. I disagree. I actually think your wheelhouse for this show is what you know best. Dad talk, sports, ballpark franks, barbecue pork chops, and yes, a well-placed F-bomb. A safe place where a passhole can be called a passhole. And if anyone in the family disagrees, yep, you got it. You're done. Mikey, I believe since you started openly bleeping or letting F-bombs fly free, your show added some grit and added a bit of edge to it. The show is evolving quite nicely. Find Mikey's contact info and send him a pair of man-made diapers. He and anyone offended deserves to be taken to the tool shed like the good old days before everyone became offended at everything. Your very own Boomsies Bobo. Gobs. (laughs) That's right. Get some fire. That lit us up. Here we go. Love to hear you were at Maple Fest. I fully agree about your takes on you could sell me at anything with people around and I'm going. As I was walking around the closed portion of Maple Fest, I noticed a couple who really seemed to enjoy themselves. They were having sex just off the side street and looked at the wife and without missing a beat, she states, not in your wildest dreams. Live your best life, random couple. Curtis from Bowmanville. Wow. I guess they just saw all that maple syrup and smelt all that syrup and they said, let's do it. Let's make our own syrup. <laughs> uh, you made a big mistake on your Yari Curry podcast. You shortened your namesake a whole Stanley Cup. He has five. Not sure if it was the 90 cup or one in the middle. You didn't give him credit for but since he is, oh man, it sounds like I don't even know. How to, I'm going to start again. Not sure if it was the 90 cup or one in the middle you didn't give him credit for, but since he is who you named the podcast after, you should correct this mistake. Thanks. Pocket Puck Tom. If I missed a cup, sorry, Ari, it's in the mail. Hey, Toolsy. Growing up, we had a phrase we used to express how we wanted someone to shove it and was up the wazoo. My first thought hearing you say you worked for the Wazoo Water Company is that you're selling water. You'd have to be the best salesman in the universe to get me to drink water. Our friend, Big Dog Rob. (laughs) Well, Wazoo, was he not the little Martian from a cartoon? Tim? Do you mean oh, no, Marvin? that's the Great Gazoo. That's the Great Gazoo. It's not Wazoo. Wazoo water is what I used to sell way back when. Uh, I think we're done. We're going to keep her short. Well, uh, we want to try to keep these under an hour. And I think we're right in our sweet spot right now. Of uh, that right little mix, get it around 50, 55 minutes. Uh, you get on with your day. You just needed this pep talk. And you know what? There is something to the full moon and the Mercury retrograde, even though I was making fun of it, because I was talking to a couple other friends yesterday. Because I'm a grown man now, and um, I can talk to people about how you're feeling. And it's great. And I said, hey, man, I'm I'm like in a rut today. And he said to me, he's like, my girlfriend and I, same thing. We had the worst sleeps last night. He says, we were just talking about that. So you aren't alone. The thing is, 
to just power through the day, knowing that a new day is just ahead. Don't fall into any of your old habits. Just know a new day is just ahead and it's going to pass. This too shall pass. So we got through it. We got through the storm. Leafs fans, there's another new day ahead. But do you cheer for the Oilers or Flames? Do you cheer for them just because you want a Canadian team to win the cup? That's a tough one. I've been a free agent uh, NHL fan since uh, Montreal Canadiens traded Patrick Wall. Because I was a huge Wall fan. And I've been a free agent since. And then I met Patrick Wall and I'm like, I shouldn't have met him. That didn't go so well. So, yeah. And then someone at that same party, they're like, who's your team? I'm like, kind of the Canadians, but I don't know. If they win or lose, it doesn't really affect me. He's like, you need a team. You need a team that you live and die with. And then I saw how that Leafs fan, uh, that Leafs loss affected them. And I'm like, I don't need that. I try to live my life stress-free. And I was stressed out watching you guys. I don't need that. So I'm okay being a free agent. And openly admitting it. Have yourself a great week. Make sure you hug someone. You don't know what other people are going through. So just be nice out there. Just be nice. It doesn't take anything out of your day to be nice to people. We'll see you next week. Welcome to Boomsies with Dan O'Toozy. Live from Orno in the heart of Ontario. Oh, baby, Boomsies.